I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Bo Bounds. This is the Whiskey 61 podcast. We've got a big concert in October here with Blues Traveler and Government Mule uh, at the Renaissance and uh, the Twilight Concert Series. It'll be October 22nd. And uh, Blues Traveler and Government Mule will be here at the Renaissance. Should be uh, an incredible show. And we are looking forward to that. And we're excited to welcome in uh, Tad Kinchela, bassist for Blues Traveler. He joins us on the Yingling Lager guest line. Tad, good morning, buddy. How are you? Good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing great, man. Where are you right now? I am at home. I live in Nashville, Tennessee. All right. Cool. 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 How long you lived in Nashville? Uh, I've been here about six years. Uh, I was previously in Austin, Texas, and then before that, I was in Brooklyn, New York. Nice. How do you like it? Yeah. Uh, I love it, actually. It serves our our purposes very well. It's a music town, and I have um, uh, nine-year-old twins, and uh, <gasps> we've got a good neighborhood here. And it's, uh, it's a, you know, I moved from New York to Texas, so it was kind of a culture shock. Um, and that's... <laughs> Nashville's a little bit more in between. Uh, it's got some, you know, transplanted East Coasters, West Coasters, um, and it's a uh, very, you know, gentle Southern uh, atmosphere. So, li- like it a lot. Yeah, it's a wonderful town, man. Uh, boy, that place is boomed. When I was a kid, there just wasn't anything there. And and you look at the last 30, 40 years, what's happened there, uh, it's pretty impressive. We're visiting with uh, Tad Kinchela, bassist, blues traveler. They'll be here October 22nd at the Renaissance, along with Government Mule. Uh, it'll be a great show. And uh, it's it's a VIP intimate setting that uh, Richard Greenlee and the team have put together. TwilightMS.com is where you can go to check out um, how you can get tickets and tables and, and all that kind of good stuff. 
Um, so how's the summer gone? Uh, I was following y'all a little bit. I, look, I was in college, uh, you know, in the nineties. So damn near every, yeah. every apartment, uh, <laughs> every frat house, every apartment, every bar, uh, at some point in time, um, was rocking some blues traveler. How is, uh, how's this summer gone as far as shows? It was great. We actually, uh, we, we went out on a, our first kind of opening gig for tour. We, uh, went out with train and jewel, um, this summer. So it was, it was full on nineties throwback for sure. <laughs> um, and, uh, it was awesome. We had a, we had a great, great time. Did like 40 dates around the country. Um, and, uh, it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, and, uh, you know, it was, it was cool to get out and, you know, play with other bands. Package tours are always real fun because there's just a lot of people and a lot of, you know, socializing and being able to hang out and talk shop and whatever. So, uh, we really enjoyed it and, and had a great time playing. Uh, so, but by the way, that's, that's some talented artists that y'all, uh, <laughs> teamed up with to tour with and train and jewel. Um, didn't you play at Red Rocks this summer or we recently? Did. Yeah, yeah, we did. We actually, we, we're going on like 28 years of playing Red Rocks on the 4th of July. So uh, we did that again. Um, we had Robert Randolph and Corey Wong opening up for us, and it was rocking, just an awesome show. So that's kind of, it's become kind of the highlight of our, of our you know, summer um, touring playing. It's just, we've been doing it. And the 4th of July is so special, and, and that Red Rocks is like, you know, if you haven't been to Red Rocks, pick a band and go see them at Red Rocks because it's, it's one of the best venues in the country, uh, if not the best, as far as, uh, you know, a band experience, both for the band and for an audience member. Yeah, I have friends that just love it and, and go yeah. every year. And um, so tell me, you've played all over. Um, you and yeah. John and y'all played all over the world. Uh, why, what makes Red Rocks so special and cool, Tad? Uh, well, we, we kind of got, you know, kind of the, the band, um, started playing there, you know, years ago, um, got their first like gig. I think it was opening maybe for the almonds or something like that, you know, years ago and got asked back. On, and it happened to be the 4th of July, and I think Fish hadn't, you know, occupied that 4th of July space yet, so we, we got it. And uh, we've been just, uh, you know, kind of renewing it with uh, the, Don Strasberg does a promotion there, and, uh, and uh, we've just kind of kept doing it, and it became like a yearly thing for us, um, which is amazing because the venue itself is placed at the foothills of the, of the Rocky Mountains, you know, there are red rocks coming up. It's got a very kind of mystical past of kind of some Native American land there. And uh, it was it was originally set up as just a, a natural amphitheater with the rocks kind of coming up around it. And there was no electric, you know, anything. It was all just done singing, you know, some bands, some orchestras. Um, and the natural acoustics kind of created the space. And then since then, they built up on it. And you're sitting like at the base of the, the, the mountain, looking up into the crowd that kind of surrounds you with two jutting rocks that kind of harness in the music. And it's just, you know, a real special spot. And uh, the 4th of July is super cool. Not that I've been able to be up the top, but if you're at the top, 
you know, right when when it gets dark and, and we're playing, we hear these like pops and people are, are cheering during songs. And we're like, what's that about? They're looking down on the valley below at all the municipalities throwing off their fireworks. Oh, and you could see it all at, okay. at this layout, you know, where it goes down into the flatlands below the Rockies. And it's just a real kind of magical, uh, you know, experience. And uh, we've had the, you know, fortune of being able to play it for so long on that night and uh, played with just about everyone. You know, we switch it up every year. So you, you have 28 years of different openers, different, you know, sometimes it's a co-bill, but we always close it. We're, you know, that's kind of our thing. And um, it's just, it's a real, real special thing for us. And we feel real fortunate to be able to keep playing it and uh, have no plans on stopping. No, <laughs> heck no. We're visiting with uh, Tad Kinchula, uh with Blues Traveler. And uh, they've been touring this summer. They'll be here October 22nd at the Renaissance with Government Mule. Uh, it's going to be a hell of a show. Um, obviously, it'll sell out, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And we're looking forward to them being there. Tad joins us on the Yingling Lager guest line. You're listening to Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Um, Tad, have you, I figure you have, um, have you played at the Ryman in Nashville? Yes. Yes, we have. Yeah. I love sure. that place. I absolutely oh, yeah. love that venue. Yeah. Again, like, you know, it's like, what, well, you know, when you ask like why Red Rocks is special and, you know, you go out and you experience it and you're like, whoa, you know, and, and there's the intangibles. It's just, just the, the feeling and the energy and the way that the room's shaped. The Ryman's very much like that. You know, you go in and uh, just the way it's set up, you know, steeped in, in, in great history. And there's a, some acoustics about that room that really make you bring you in and make you feel part of like the band playing. And when you're playing it, it's the same thing. It's just, you know, you're basically just looking at like 180 degrees of people and you could really see their faces. And it's, you know, it's a, it's a great, great venue. And, and I, actually that's another place. If you, there's a band you like, come to Nashville and see it, see him at the Ryman. Like you, you won't regret it. <laughs> well, I, I saw, uh, I saw the black crows there a couple of years ago, back to back. They did a, uh, they did an electric show the first night an acoustic show the second night. And at oh, that point cool. I was hooked on the Ryman. Well, I mean, I already loved the black crows and, um, and of course love blues traveler. I listened, started listening in 90, I don't remember when it was 95, 96, somewhere in there when I was in college. Um, I'm Alex Rodriguez and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. We're visiting with Tad Kinchula, Blues Traveler. He joins us on the Out of Bounds show, and they'll be here October 22nd. Go to twilightms.com. And uh, check it out for tickets and tables and all kinds of things that um, that you can get and grab with friends and clients and so on and enjoy the evening. Um, so, do you went to Brown University? Is that right? I did. I did. I did. Yeah, I had a kind of circuitous route to ending up in in Blues Traveler, but yeah, I I, I attended Brown University, which means you had your act together, K through twelve academics, to get into <laughs> Brown, Tad. Yeah, you know we. I, I, 
I, you could say that. I, I mean, we I, we grew up. My father was a we the band's from Princeton, New Jersey, and my brother's a guitarist in Blues Traveler. So you know, our our dad was a professor of psychology at Princeton. So we kind of grew up on the Princeton University campus. Um, and you know, just in general, academics and towns like that just happened to be you know kind of you know you know foisted on you early. So you just learn how to do you know do all right and. You know, by the time my brother went through, he'd made all the mistakes that I didn't. So I was able to, you know, re- really dial in, get my work done, and then go play music, or then go play sports. And you know, I and I was, I look back, and I, you know, so busy with like extracurricular activities, but it was just like getting work done and learning. You know, kind of was part of the first thing you do, um, and which is great. You know, it's uh, I had a lot of friends that you know did all the same stuff and very very active and other stuff. But all of us were like had our heads together and uh you know i was fortunate enough to go to brown i ended up i actually was a, a kind of a i'm a lacrosse junkie so i ended up playing lacrosse up at brown too so that was a, a a super cool experience um you know again a kind of a princeton new jersey sport <laughs> to so, be playing but but i i still uh bring the stick out and i've got rope back into some like you know men's tournaments and stuff like that so um this summer i taught pat uh, uh monahan out of throw a lacrosse stick so it was kind of fun he was like i've never done that <laughs> that's cool all right so lacrosse yeah, yeah. you you play lacrosse at brown university um who 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 has or had at that time the best lacrosse team in the ivy league well uh in the ivy league it was brown we were uh, i think ranked two going into the 95 season damn um yeah and we went to the uh, national semifinals so we were good we were we were really good in fact uh, like the best uh, uh, offensive player in the country was on Brown. We had the best goalie in the country. I mean, it was, it was, you know, kind of coming from, you know, a good program and, and being pretty good. Um, you jump into a, a team like that. And again, you know, lacrosse, it's, it's, it's picked up a lot. It's not like D1 football where, you know, there's ton, you know, thousands more people playing. However, you jump in, you know, you're a big fish in a small pond, and then all of a sudden you're playing with, like, you know, first-team All-Americans. And uh, it was, you know, it, it took a little getting used to playing with such much talent. And uh, it was great. I mean, you know, we had success. I got to play with great players, you know, fulfilled kind of my my dream of playing, you know, at that level. And uh, it was really, re- really good experience. I can't believe I had a buddy graduated the same year uh, as I did here in high school that went to Brown University. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, smart dude, for sure. Way what over was- my head uh, as far as as far as far academics. But uh, one of the <laughs> smartest dudes I've, I've ever been around. Um, Tad Kinchla with Blues Traveler. They'll be here October 27th at the Renaissance, twilightms.com. What's it like uh, working with your brother? You know, we have a really good working relationship. Um, you know, obviously, if it if it didn't work, I mean, you know, you said you saw the Black Crows. You know, there's there they had some tumultuous times sure. between yeah. Chris and Rich, and uh, you know, we all know about it and probably don't know about it. So, um, I'm glad to see actually on that side. No, I'm glad to see them back together. You know, playing the music that we all love because uh, it's special when those two play together. I agree. Um, but but uh, we get along great. You know, sometimes. When you know we're we're a little more candid about like that idea sucks, you know you, <laughs> could, you know 
you know, that this is a better idea or stuff like that versus, you know, working with other people. Um, but it's expected and known in the band. So um, that's kind of a, a good thing to have at, at points because you can just cut through all the, you know, finessing. Oh, well, maybe a different idea. Would work, <laughs> you know? um, no so filter. Little, you know, it's, it's a little more efficient, to be honest. But we, we've gotten along great. He lives out in L.A. I've, we've never lived near each other in any town. So, we, you know, we're together on tour. Uh, you know, he's three feet away from me. His bunk's, you know, right opposite, which some, some days I wake up, and, you know, and, you know, we're pulling the curtain on our bunk, and I'm staring at my brother, you know, three feet away from me, and we're, you know, 50 years old, and it's like, hey, bro. Um, and, you know, that, that, it's like we're at summer camp, you know, so – um, but it's, it's, it's fantastic. We, we, you know, we're really fortunate to be able to do that and to, you know, see each other. But the cool thing is too, it's like, you don't have to schedule like family plans outside of touring because like you spend so much time together. You're like, all right, we, we don't have to do like the holidays together or, you know, do the big family get together because, um, you know, it's, it's, it's plenty of time together. Yeah. Check that box. There you go. Uh, that's <laughs> yeah, great. Right. So for our listeners, uh, we're visiting with Tad, uh, Tad Kinchula and his brother Chan Kinchula, also uh, part of Blues Traveler. And uh, he and John Popper started playing together in the 80s. And then uh, Tad joined in, in 1999. What, all right, what did your parent? you mentioned your dad was an academic. Um, yeah. Correct. What did your parents, were they all on board? all supportive once uh, you, you know, and Chan they, went down this road of artist musician? Yeah. You know that like going back to it, it's kind of an academic town. Um, and we had a really good high school and, uh, you know, uh, the scene, when you're a senior, it's just all the parents, where are you going? Where are you going? And uh, they mean college, you know, and it's kind of expected. And certainly the band joined in high school and they're like, Hey, we're really like this. And it's, it was an alternative option to be like let's go to new york and see how we could do and most people are like oh like what? Yeah, <laughs> nothing's gonna happen and our parents were really cool they let us you know kind of do the stuff we wanted to do and had a passion for and you know I, I played you know three sports and played music in the orchestra and sang and did all sorts of stuff and let us do it and chan played you know in the band and he played sports as well and you know when they were like let's give it a try they they were more like if you guys are serious about it give it a try you know like go ahead and do this I, i'm sure they're reticent about them like moving into an apartment together in like some shady brooklyn neighborhood but it it was um they they really kind of embraced it um and you know for me the the, the cool thing is like i could they would let me on like wednesday nights jump on a train uh and go into like wetlands in in manhattan see a show and come back i'd be back at like 3 a.m as long as i got to school on time they're like all right you can do this but you know there's no like you know bag in school and um and so that was a cool side effect is like you know in high school i was got the green light to go into new york city um but they were you know they were really supportive all the parents were supportive um you know it wasn't but but there was a finite time i think they said like you know after a year or two um if this isn't working you know you're gonna have to kind of remain on course with kind of some other options, maybe academic or, you know, whatever it was. Um, uh, but I have to say it was, it was an extremely supportive group of parents 
and the you know the community in general got around it. And then when once there was success, they were all like, "Oh yeah, of course, our, <laughs> our band." <laughs> yeah. So, oh. uh, it was yeah. We're I mean it's you know it's there's so many talented people doing it, and it it is a, a step off of a, a cliff to to say we're gonna you know try to make it in music. I mean it was I think a little the scene was much so much different then than now with not without like the you know, kind of um, online presence of being able to distribute music, you know, I mean, you could be a, like a, a duo in New Zealand, put out music and you have like, you know, a million followers and half of which are in the United States and you haven't left your, you know, your house. So it, it's a whole different scene. Back then it was a little more like you got to see the band. You have to check this out. And so it kind of forced bodies into places. And, um, you know, that whole vibe has changed, but it was really good timing for the band to be a unique sound, you know, kind of doing their own thing, Absolutely. going into New York in that scene. So, um, you know, it's, it's worked out re- really well, I think, you know, given, given the, the, the leap of faith. Ironically enough, too, Chris Barron, who went to Princeton High School and was buddies with everyone, you know, growing up since, you know, fifth or sixth grade, he went in and he would open up a little for blues travel then started his own band and then spin doctors ended up being huge too so it was like lightning struck you know real big <laughs> to the princeton high school you know alumni in that uh, you know five-year period dude i loved spin doctors and blues travelers this is incredible i'm <laughs> in my late 40s so i mean it was just oh, right okay. in my wheelhouse so, i started college in yeah. 92 and it was just right there boom that kind of yeah. uh uh, spin doctors blues like i said it was everywhere i mean it, and I, I was at an yeah. sec school um yeah. but it, it, and we were you know in college you can road trip all the time but it didn't matter where we were going um you know the the music that music was there um yeah 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 we're and busy Hootie and all that. i mean talking to sec bands <laughs> yes <laughs> hootie and the blowfish so. no no doubt darius rucker huge yeah. uh South Carolina Gamecock. We're visiting with uh, Tad Kenchula, uh, blues traveler, bassist. His brother also in the band. Obviously, uh, John Popper. They'll be here um, October 27th at the Renaissance. You can go to twilightms.com, and they'll be with another uh, very, very talented band, uh, Gover- Government Mule. So excited about that. Oh, All right, yeah. I'm going to wrap it up with It'll this. Be- oh, um, okay. Is it true how everything played out a, a bartender at one of the clubs where blues traveler was playing um early on uh he had a job with Dave David Letterman and introduced the band to David Letterman and then blues traveler appeared on Letterman and that was the big break or one of the big breaks tat yeah that is actually true it was a, a buddy was uh i don't know what his role was at, at Letterman, but yeah, he was in the scene going to, to, to music and, um, you know, his, his girlfriend or friend, you know, mutual friend, um, was like, you know, they're hanging out one night and he's like, I'm going to see if I can get their name on it. And I guess got a tape and was able to get it in. And David, Dave, Dave Letterman li- li- listened to it and was like, Oh, this is great. And, you know, kind of threw caution to the wind and booked a band that, you know, is a local New York band on a, on a national show. Um, and that was a really big uh, break for the band, for sure. Um, and as the band, I think we've been back while Letterman was there. I think they got back like eight or nine times um, to uh, the Letterman show. And he was always, 
absolutely a supporter and, and have done so for some other bands, as, you know, throughout time, as I've heard, um, you know, really giving bands some breaks and, uh, and that's huge. So plus being big Letterman fans growing up watching late night, it was um, a really cool, uh, you know, thing, uh, kind of a, a gigantic uh, achievement to be, you know, meeting Dave Letterman. So <laughs> hell yeah. Incredible. So not only is he a part of Blues Traveler, went to Brown and and University, and then he played lacrosse there and uh, all kinds of cool stuff. And they'll be here um, October 22nd. Blues Traveler and Government Mule uh, here in the Jackson Metro area, and they'll be at the Renaissance. You can go to twilightms.com. All right, Tad, thank you so much, man, for for hanging out with us today. Uh, We're looking forward to the show, October 22nd, and congratulations on all the success. All right, thank you very much. It was a privilege being on, and uh, we look forward to the show, especially Warren Haynes is an old, old friend of the the bands from back in the New York days, so we're always super excited to see Warren and Government Mule. Great band. Yeah, they are. They are. Tad Kinchula on the Out of Bounds Show. Thanks, Tad. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. Take care. Basis for Blues Traveler. And they will join Government Mule October 22nd uh, at the Renaissance. Go to twilightms.com. Uh, thanks for listening to the Whiskey 61 podcast. Well, I know. Take me out.